If you have your Bible today, and I hope you do, if you take it and open to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. We've been in a sermon series where we've been saying that bread is one of the most ordinary things in the world. Every culture has some kind of bread that they include in their, you know, their, as a dietary staple in their typical meal. And so bread is ordinary, but we haven't actually been talking about bread. We've actually been saying that our lives are a lot like bread because for most of us, we're just ordinary. We're just common, ordinary people. We get up in the morning. We wish we didn't have to or we go to bed at night and wish we didn't have to, whether we're morning or night owls. Uh, we, you know, we put our pants on one leg at a time, so to speak. We go through life. We do what we need to do. And then we die. And for most of us, by the time our grandkids have done the same, nobody's going to remember us anymore. We're just common, ordinary people. But, when we look at bread in Scripture, we see that time and time again, God uses the ordinary through which to do extraordinary things, through which to do the miraculous. And specifically, we've been looking at the book of Luke. In the, in the book of Luke, we've seen that whenever Jesus uh, has bread in his hands, he blesses it, he breaks it, and then he gives it out so that other people can be blessed by it. And just like our lives might be ordinary, we've been looking at the sense that our lives also in the hands of Jesus can experience blessedness. And we do experience brokenness. And we can experience what it means to be given for the blessing of others. And so uh, we've seen that our origin story, where we begin as, as human beings, starts with God blessing us and encouraging us to, to fill the world and to bless the world. And not only is that our origin story, but, but it's our destiny too. God's design and desire for each of us who are followers of Christ is that, that he could work through us to bless others. That as others encounter us and interact with us, they would, they would walk away and they would have a sense that, that, that they've seen God, they've, they've, they've heard from God, they've interacted uh, you know, with God's spirit in us as they've interacted with us. Our origin is blessing and, and our destiny is to bless others. And we've seen in this series that, uh, that one thing we all have in common is that we're broken, there's things in our life that aren't right, that, that we wish weren't the case. Sometimes because we caused them, sometimes because, hey, that's the world we live in and, and, and someone else caused them or it's just the way it goes. And, and we've seen that, um, that, that our brokenness becomes the very means through which God works to bless others. There's, a, there's, a, there's an old saying that says it's the, it's the cracks where the light shines through, right? And, and we saw last week that it's in the cracks in our life where the gold of God's grace shines most brilliantly and most beautifully. And so today what we want to talk about is what does it mean to be given 
for the blessing of others? What does it mean to be given for the good of others so that others can experience the blessing that God wants to extend to them through us? So as we start today, what I'd like to encourage you to do is to think about your life, not just as bread, that's common, but also to think about your life like a bucket. Buckets are pretty common, yeah? I want you to think of your your life, specifically your walk with Christ, as a bucket. And we all do different things to fill up our life with God, or the, or the scripture would say to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, so what are some things we do to, to fill our life with God? Well, we, um, you know, we come to worship, and that's like filling our lives with God. And we, uh, uh, we read the Bible alone and with others, and that's like filling our lives with God. And we pray, and we do that alone outside of church, and we do it with others in church and small group and Sunday school class. And that's like filling our lives with the Holy We serve others, and that's a way of filling our lives with the Holy Spirit. We, uh, we enjoy God in creation, and that's like filling our lives, you know, pouring into our lives some of who God is and some of who the Holy Spirit is. And I, and I suppose there's other things that, that we do. We, uh, you know, Pastor Greg talked about giving. So, so we give, and, and uh, we demonstrated that last week again. And, and in so doing, we fill our lives with the Holy Spirit. Now, see, a lot of people begin to think that the whole goal of the Christian life is to fill myself with more and more. And we start to think the more I know, the more I fill myself. And the more I do, the more I fill myself. And and we begin to think, if we're not careful, that the goal of the Christian life is to be filled to overflow with all these things we know or that we're doing. And, you know, there's there's a sense in which these activities are good. Paul says in Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Peter in 2 Peter chapter 2 talks about growing up in your salvation and doing things that, that help you to mature. But the scriptural message isn't that maturity is marked by how full we are. Rather, maturity in Christ, being filled with the Holy Spirit, growing up in your salvation, is marked by being poured out. We become mature Christians, mature men and women of faith, mature teenagers of faith, when we say, I will allow God to pour me out for the blessing of others. I will allow God to give me away so that other people can experience who God is and what God has done. The mark of a mature believer 